0: What's going on, everybody? My name is Stefan Coons, and I am the CEO and owner of Pursuit Health and Performance. And welcome to the podcast. Super excited to have you on today. Um, so, really quick, I'm going to tell you exactly what we're talking about. I'm going to tell you the title so you know what we're going into if you didn't read it. Um, but, really important topic because this is one I hear debated literally daily on social media. I'm not even kidding. The title is What Makes You Fatter? Carbs or Fats? Now, the reason, and you probably like, okay, well, I actually do want to know the answer to this. Don't worry. We're going to get to it. I'm going to tell you it actually really early on. So if you don't want to keep listening after this paragraph, you cannot listen, but I think it's going to benefit you for a couple of reasons. Number one, you could know the information. Like if I said fat, which I'm not saying it is, but if I said fat makes you fatter than consuming carbs, you're like, okay, I'm done. Well, no, you're not done because you don't know why you don't know how you don't know the what. And knowing the construct of the information is just as important as knowing the information itself. So keep listening. So here's the paragraph, okay? I'm going to tell you right right up, okay? Carbs or fats do not make you fatter. What makes you fatter, right? Or what makes you gain weight and body fat is actually, and I know you're probably like, oh, excess calories. Yes, right? You need to be in a caloric surplus. So eating too many calories, carbs don't make you fat. That doesn't make you fatter. What makes you fatter is eating processed foods and not having self-control as an adult. There you go. You could stop listening, right? So I, I'm i serious. You can eat carbs. You could eat fats. But really what it is, it's not the carbs or fats game. It's not having self-control and giving into vices. And it's hard because the the nutritional marketing industry, they're good. Oh, dude, they're so good. Uh, they're really, really, really good. I'm part of this group on Facebook. I'm not gonna say any names. Part of this group on Facebook, and they're doing a challenge, and I'm reading some of the comments, and I'm like always observing as a coach. And some of the comments are like, I you know, one of the challenges is try to give up processed sugar for 30 days. That's hard. That's a huge challenge for me. If you guys know me, I'm a sweet tooth guy. I have like some chocolate or a little dessert or a little candy almost every night. Um, so that would be a really big challenge for me. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, dude, Stefan, are you addicted? Are you addicted to food? Are you addicted to sugar? And so something I'm like, no, you could do it. And I have given up sugar, like, you know, for 30 days, I've done stuff like that before. Um, and, and really what is important for you guys to understand is you need to just focus on eating more whole, clean foods. And if you did that, you wouldn't have to play this like carbon fat game as much. Now I understand that's easier said than done, but it's not that hard. And the biggest downfall I've seen after coaching hundreds and hundreds of people is it starts at the grocery store. It really does. It starts at the grocery store and it starts with self-control. As adults, you are in charge of what goes into your cart. Ain't nobody putting the food in there for you, right? If you're like, well, my spouse does the shopping. Have a conversation with your spouse. You do the shopping. You go with your spouse. Nobody makes you take the thing home. If you are an alcoholic you wouldn't buy alcohol and leave it at your house. You leave it at the bar or the store, right? Where it's not next to you. So if you're a sugar addict, if you're a, uh, and when I say carb addict, I don't mean freaking oatmeal and brown rice. Okay. Cause that's not what's making you fat. Okay. I promise you it's the processed stuff. So if you say I'm addicted to carbs and then I ask you what you eat, or I would actually have you track your food. I know what the carbs are a ton of crappy processed bread, but you're not just eating the toast you're having butter and jelly and cinnamon and sugar on it, or you're having a bunch of sandwiches, which is not inherently bad, but if you're eating three sandwiches a day, you know, and each piece of bread's, you know, 28 grams of carbs and you're low activity. Yeah, that's not great. But if you just stayed away from the processed stuff, I almost guarantee you, you couldn't overeat. I almost guarantee you. Now, this is obviously a huge generalization, like everything with nutrition. Cause I don't know you, I don't know who's listening to this, but I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with when I looked at their diet. And I know a lot of coaches do macro coaching, which at Pursuit we do. We say, hey, these are the calories, proteins, carbs, and fats you're supposed to eat. But the clients that I have worked with that seem to have like a really strong sugar addiction or they're like, I can't stop eating chips or like, oh, but there's this one dessert, like I have to eat ice cream, right? Number one, I try to fit into their diet, right? Because you can lose weight and still do those things. And I say, do you enjoy ice cream? Do you enjoy those chips? Do you enjoy the chocolates like me? Uh, And I'm like, well, hell yeah, I enjoy them. Like I look forward to it freaking every day. And I'm like, are you still reaching your goals and getting those things? Yes. Do you crave the chocolate all day long, Stefan? Right, conversation with myself because I'm weird, I talk to myself. I'm like, no, I can wait till night. Okay, it's not impeding you then. Are you still in the shape you want? Absolutely. Okay, so then you're good. But for most of you, you're not in the shape you want. For most of you guys, you actually do need to clean up your... You know your diet, and and one of the biggest, most effective ways you can do it is just eating whole foods. So what is a whole food? I'm gonna lay. I'm gonna lay now my definition. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you the things that I've noticed for me that cut down the cravings, and for most people. So these are like some holy grails. We'll go proteins, carbs, and fats. Okay, we'll go in. We'll go in uh, an order. Protein, meat. I know protein powder is delicious. It's okay. I use it too. But if you find a protein and like, you're probably not going to eat on protein powder and plus eating, overeating on protein is not very likely to make you fat except what protein it is. Okay. So if you're like, well, I get protein. I eat these hot dogs from Costco. No, no. There's protein in there, but that's super highly processed. I don't know if you ever had a Costco hot dog. I don't, I know it's maybe disgusting, but I love them. Even just, just the hot dog, not even the bun. Um, That's super processed things from fast food. I'm not talking about like steak and chicken from Chipotle. That's different. I'm talking about burgers, chicken nuggets, fried shit, any of that stuff, fish and chips. You got to get rid of that. Like food that you would cook at home. That's a meat. Try overeating on chicken and steak. You're going to get full and sick to your stomach before you can overeat. It will never happen. Now, protein powder, you could, you know, over consume that because they have all these different flavors and they're delicious. So just stick to meats. Okay? And if you're vegan, I guess you can't do that. you'd have to do protein powders. Uh, but for most people, sorry my mustache bugging me. Uh, but for most people, um, I'd just say stick to you know just meat. Then when we go to carbs, I'd say fruits and possibly like maybe some grains. and the grains that I would stick to would be like sweet potatoes, oats, and maybe like a brown rice. And no, I'm not saying brown rice was sushi and all this other stuff, just rice. Now, you may be like, well, this is the most boring thing. I don't want to live my life like that. I don't want to eat like that. I'm not saying you got to do it forever, but I'm telling you that if you were to just stick to whole foods, you wouldn't overeat. Then for fats, oh, here we go, okay? Salmon, um, chia seeds, avocado oil, avocados, hemp seeds, um, flax seeds, uh, MCT oils, which is medium chain triglycerides. They're basically the good stuff in coconut oil, or if you ever heard of Bulletproof Coffee, That's MCTs. I love MCTs. I have them every morning almost, um, olive oil, um, fats from some good sources. Like you could have like a Greek yogurt or some type of like grass fed butter, stuff like that. Okay. So what I'm saying is that you could not eat unlimited, but you could eat like so much of that stuff and not have to track anything. And I bet you that you would be underweight or losing body fat just by doing that. And I know because I've had several clients. I will tell you, okay. I, had this client, God, I don't know how long ago this was. This must've been like 20, 2021. Same thing. Literally all dude ate all processed stuff. She was very, um, bad about her nutrition. Now actually believe it or not, I don't know how her macros weren't bad. She would do these little protein shakes. So her protein was almost on point every day. Surprisingly, her carbs was kind of over her fat was, you know, relatively close. But she's like, I'm hungry all day long. And I'm like, What do you mean you're hungry? You're eating like 2,500 calories, which she was a bigger uh, person, like muscular wise, female and taller. But I'm like, You're hitting your macros. I'm starving. And I'm like, What? Why are you starving? So I started looking at more of her food and diving into it. It's all processed chips for her carbs, little like sugary rice cakes, like all these things that spike your blood sugar, all these things that are really tasting and they're very palatable. And so because they're so freaking delicious, and she get these little Starbucks frappuccino. Oh, but she got sugar-free white chocolate and all this. So it's just like sugar, salt, fat, sugar, salt, fat all day long. And her body's just like more, more, more. So she never was satisfied, and it wasn't really based on her stomach being full and her body being like I have fuel. It was one hundred percent based on her actually like just wanting more of the taste. Okay. So her body was addicted to the taste. And I'm not really going to get too far into this, but I will give you guys a little nugget. The food you consume actually feeds the microbiome and gut bacteria in your stomach. So if you are eating more whole foods, you'll crave more whole foods. If you're eating a lot of like sugar processed stuff, your body will crave it. A lot of that, a lot of research has been done on your gut bacteria having a pretty strong influence in that. So just kind of FYI. Right. And so people say you are what you eat. I also think your bacteria is what you eat. Um, If you're eating a lot of processed stuff, you will crave more. How do I know that? Because it is the same way for me. I have months where I'm just like, man, Steph, and you started buying chips in the house again. And then you started picking at your son's candy dish, all this stuff. And I just want more. Versus when I have a month, which I'm being pretty good right now, where I'm just sticking to like non sugary stuff. If I have oatmeal, I sweeten it with berries. Yes, I'll throw some protein powder in there sometimes but it's like not that much. It's, you know, a, a half a scoop. It's very lightly sweetened. So I don't like crave the, the some, some of them are like cinnamon toast crunch flavor. And then what do you, you know, you're going to want another one and another one. So I don't mess around with that. I just do some like really clean, low temperature processed whey protein isolates, very lightly sweetened. But other than that, I just have like meats, nuts, fruits, and vegetables. I basically eat like kind of paleo style. And the most, the more I do that, I don't actually really like crave foods. I crave hunger, like, but I know I'm legitimately hungry. And even though this month, just let you guys know, I haven't been, this is by the way, this being recorded in September, don't tell anybody. Uh, no, but even though this month, I really haven't been tracking my food. I've gotten leaner and bigger legitimately. Like my physique has improved just by cutting out processed foods. And I find myself eating less frequent, but bigger meals and being more satisfied at those meals. So, Carbs don't, are are not the enemy. I promise you fats are, are definitely not the enemy and protein is hard to be the enemy because it's hard to overeat on protein, except if you're eating really low quality, crappy protein. Like if you're getting McDoubled's all the time. And I actually have had clients that like eat at fast food a lot and they hit their daily protein goal, but they're like, Oh yeah, I got chicken wings from Safeway. And then I went to whole foods, but then I got like a chicken breast and I was like, great. And they're like, Oh, but then I got like four Big Macs or, you know, whatever to hit my protein goal. And they're like, but I hit my macros. And I'm like, I mean, great job hitting your macros, but do you think you could do that without having four hamburgers? Like, do do you think that you could have done one hamburger and like more whole clean foods instead of all that bread and all that stuff? And I was like, do you like the hamburgers? They're like, they're delicious, right? I'm like, that's the problem. You're always giving in to like something that's so good. Not that you can never have them, but long-term that- you know, there could be health effects. It's a low quality protein. You're getting fats that you probably don't need. And who knows what else is in fast food stuff. So um, to kind of wrap it up, guys, you, you shouldn't worry so much about like the macro stuff almost more than you should whole foods. And I know, I know that's, that. to be honest with you guys, that's almost contradictory than what we tell our clients. And I know you're like, why would, what are you saying? Why would you tell your clients that? I'm going to tell you why. To start somebody off on their fitness journey, Let, let's do a little like coaching one on one. I'm going to tell you, if you said I want to lose 100 pounds, okay, and I I would like to say, hey, I want. Let's say your name's John. I would like to be like, hey, John, I want you to start eating whole foods. That's the only thing I want you to do, but only whole foods. That would actually be a more effective way to start, John, to lose 100 pounds, or 20 pounds, or even 15 pounds. You don't have to lose 100 pounds. I want to get toned. I want to lose my lower belly fat. Okay. This is for you too. So listen, a more effective way, I almost guarantee you would be, Hey, I want you to stick to just whole foods. Don't track everything. You know, be conscious about how much protein you get in. Try to get in a lot of protein as much as you can, basically, because people say, Oh, as much as you can, they're not going to get in 200 grams of protein. They're probably going to get in like hundred. Okay. Or 120, which is good. Cause that's probably the goal you're supposed to anyways. So like get in as much protein as you can you know, eat whole foods, but that's it. You got to stick to this list. And you gave them a list. Most people would actually have more effectiveness with losing weight than doing macros because macros are great for energy balance and it is science. And if you are eating under your calories, you will lose weight. You will lose body fat. However, it doesn't take the core issue of why they gained weight in the first place. Why did you get a hundred pounds overweight or 20 pounds overweight? I didn't work out. I have a sedentary job. Nope, don't buy it. I almost guarantee you it's coming from nutrition and I almost guarantee you it's coming from processed foods. And yeah, it was because you were in a caloric surplus. And yeah, it's because you were overeating. But do you know why? Because you were having delicious things all the time. Try eating just whole foods. They're good, but they're not delicious, right? There's a whole nother level. Like there's not really many things that taste better than like Nutella and pretzels that's just my uh my opinion right or freaking Doritos like brown rice Doritos brown rice Doritos right like grilled chicken breast or I mean like I love steak but like grilled chicken breast or like you know crispy chicken sandwich from C- Chick-fil-A right like I know that's not really comparing that's comparing like a not things that are in common because there's the bread and all that but the whole point is you're like oh it's the chicken no it's not well, like, oh, but Doritos have the, this, this many carbs and this many fats in them. So it's the same thing as, no, it's not. Not all carbs are created equal. I'm not even talking about the glycemic load and the, and the glycemic index and all that. I'm just talking about how much more you want it because it's way easier to overeat when something's delicious than it is if it's just okay. Like just eat a plain bowl of oatmeal, like water and oats. It will fill you up, I promise you like a whole cup of oats, it will fill your stomach, you'll have plenty of energy, it's not satisfying. Yeah, when you put the berries in there, you put some honey or some butter and cinnamon and sugar, bro, right, now now it's good, we added all the sugar and all that, but oatmeal by itself is not very good, okay, just plain oatmeal, it will fill you up though. If you have a big bowl of oatmeal, four hours later and I go, well, you can only have this carb, let's say just, just oatmeal, are you gonna want another thing of oatmeal? You'll probably be like, nah, dude, I'm good, <laughs> I'm actually full, right? So like, and I've done that. I've literally had oatmeal for all my carbs. I sprinkled like some fruits in there and I did take a green, uh, the green powder that I take every day. So I was getting veggies in there, but I really wasn't getting carbs from it. My whole carb source was oatmeal. And guess what? I had three big bowls a, a, a day. They were about 50 grams a piece. I only had 150 or 50 grams of carbohydrates. So I only ate 150 carbs a day when I was eating like 250 and I was full. And I wasn't overeating. So by doing that, I was eating 100 less carbs every single day, which is 400 less calories. And I started to drop weight and I was full because I didn't want more oatmeal. The problem is we overeat because we want things because they taste good, not because we're hungry. So for me to get John to lose 100 pounds... If I could just only have John eat when he's hungry and give his body nutrients, so he should be taking like a green or a vitamin and stuff like that, or just eating vegetables and fruits, but he just stuck the whole fruits, John would stop overeating. John would hit his protein goal, his metabolism would get better, his internal processes, his gut health would improve. And I almost guarantee you, just because of what he was eating, John would probably be in a caloric deficit. He'd probably just start losing weight and and be in a deficit just because he stayed away from that stuff. You see how easy it is? And you know how I know it's effective? Look at the people that go on Paleo or Whole30 or Keto. All of them lose a ton of weight every single time. Now I'm not saying this is sustainable, but it shows you that most of those people are not tracking macros, but they cut out everything processed and what do you know? They lost freaking weight. So to wrap it up, next time you go to the grocery store, Stop saying like it's so hard for me I can't but these are my fave. oh these are my favorite snacks these are my little yeah when me and my husband sit down and we just we love to snack on these that's fine but if you're 50 pounds overweight, 60 pounds you know you have this fitness goal that's your crutch Take it away stop buying it, it doesn't mean never enjoy food it doesn't mean don't go out on a date night but make it a date night. I know I'm a freaking snacker and I work here. This is my office and my kitchen is right over there. And guess what? If I kept delicious things in there, I would eat them all the time. And I have pretty high self-control. So I can't imagine how hard it is for somebody that hasn't been doing this and doesn't do it for a career and doesn't have all this pressure. I know it's challenging for you because I talk to my clients all the time. They're like, dude, it's so hard. And I go, can you get rid of it? Is that, could, could you not buy that next time? Could you completely eliminate the Doritos from your house? Is that something you could do? And they're like, yeah, and they do. And every time they go, you know what? I actually haven't had like almost any Doritos the entire month. And I'm like, have you replaced that with something else? Like almost just as bad. They go, no, actually I haven't, you know? And, and now when I go out, I, I, you know, I get dessert or I get the chips or I get the fries, but it's like so few and far in between and they're losing weight. And so not every client I track macros with, some of them, it's just, hey, let's stick to these whole food type diet and they drop weight. So stop looking at carbs as evil. Stop looking at fat as evil. Neither one of them make you fatter. It's just, which one are you doing in higher processed amounts? Let me ask you that again. Which one are you consuming in higher processed amounts? So if you're, and this is how, uh, a last thing I'll leave you on, this is how I determine it for myself and, and maybe for you. Um, people say, well, what, what type of person are you? Are you like a sweet person or like a, a salty and savory? I am a sweet. My wife is salty and savory. So for me, I'm probably going to overdo it on the carbs and processed carbs because I like sugar and I'm always trying to have something sugary. Like I don't do it anymore, but I used to get like Starbucks Frappuccinos and you know, like, that is like my jam or like a milkshake. Not doesn't mean there's not fat in there, but I'm going to probably overdo it on the carbs big time. Um, and I do like, you know, snacky stuff too, like pretzels and chips or whatever, but like not as much. She is like pizza, wings, pasta, which I know pasta is mostly carbs and stuff, and I get it. But like the more greasy stuff or like ribs, I don't know if she's a big rib fan, but like things like that that are more like fats and meat. Um and so if that's you, if you feel like you're somebody that eats more like burgers and and Wendy's and like stuff like that, you're more likely to probably go over on your fats so if you were to cut those things out and if you don't believe me try it for seven days there you go that's your challenge try it for seven days it's gonna be really hard and I want to let you know the first seven days are the hardest hundred percent that's when your body's literally going through sugar with cravings and sugar withdrawals. um and I'm not saying don't eat fruit you can eat fruit you can do that stuff but like you know that doesn't mean eat eight pieces of fruit a day if you're like oh well I did what coach Stefan said and I was eating like two apples and two bananas and some pineapple and orange and all this stuff and I didn't lose any weight. Yeah, there's still carbs and sugar. So macros matter. Your proteins, your carbs, and your fats matter. They're, they're not not part of this equation. Just as a as a byproduct, as happenstance, like you will just drop weight by cutting it out because the reason you gained weight in the first place is probably a combination of inactivity and overeating. But the only way you get to overeating is by your activity level because it's a sliding scale, right? Right. Because if you're burning 2,000 calories a day and you're eating 3,000, guess what? You're overeating. But if you're burning 3,000 and you're eating 3,000, guess what? You're at maintenance. What if you were burning 4,000 and eating 3,000? Now you're undereating. You see how we started that? If you're watching this on video, I'm moving my hands. But you're still eating 3,000 calories. Nothing changed. But when we first said it, you're like, hey, you're overeating. And oh, that's bad, overeating. But then nothing changed except your activity level and you ate the same amount. And guess what? Now you're under eating, which sounds negative, right? Like, oh, you're under eating, you should eat more. So that just shows you the energy balance is powerful, but you'll get there by eating whole foods. Hopefully this episode was super helpful. Uh, Before you guys go, I do wanna ask you to like, comment, subscribe, share this episode with anybody you think this would be super helpful. Um, If you feel like we're worth it, please leave a five-star review. We don't run ads on here and we grow by word of mouth, that's how podcasts grow. we love to move up on the rankings. And I do these episodes because I love you guys and I'm super passionate about it. If you can't tell, and I want you to not be scared of fitness, fitness and nutrition and all this stuff is super scary and intimidating. Um, I think there's a lot, even as a coach, I'm like, damn, man, like what, what is this? Or what should I do? I ask myself those questions. So I know those questions are being asked and all of our clients ask you know every day. And so I bring a lot of the conversations we have with them and a lot of those success stories to you guys. So hopefully it's helpful. I'll talk to you next time.